Episode 24 for January 2008. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is brought to you by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. They're an online leader in comic book subscriptions. And they have discounts from 38 up to 75% off cover price of new comics. For instance, this month, Ultimate Spider-Man's cover price is $2.99, and at mail order, it's only a buck eighty-five. So give them a shot. They want to be your comic book subscription service. That's MailOrderComics.com. Welcome back, webheads, to the second part of our January show. We're continuing to plow through your pages of message board questions. Now, if you listen to the first part, you know that I had a couple interruptions during the show. The refrigerator repairman came to the house right in the middle of the show, so I had to leave to answer the door. Now, my wife had made it back to the house after a few errands, and she slips me a note from the repairman. Now, just to set this up, my normal day job is that of a TV news reporter for our local NBC station. So it's not uncommon for people to come up you know, and say, Hey, I've been, I've been watching you for years, and, and just wanted to say hi. So with that set up, let's join the show. <laughs> she, she just slipped me a note. I have to make an autograph out to his son. His grandson, Caden. I am making an autograph. <laughs> Are you going to sign it as the gadget guy? No, I'll just sign it as... Uh, here, thanks for watching. <laughs> Brad Douglas. <laughs> well, don't let it get to your head. Oh, my wife says I can uh, sign I it. I think that ship is sailed. Gadget. <laughs> here you go, honey. <laughs> and my wife just kissed me. Okay. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, it humanizes you. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Uh, Does he need to be humanized? Is he not human in this show? <laughs> All right. I'm not going to address that. <laughs> I was set up. Yeah, it was a loaded question. classic that the refrigerator repairman's uh, grandson wants an autograph. Okay. Uh, Spawn, Spawn Guy asks, how does it feel to actually have all this retconned in 2008? Do you, do you think we kind of already talked about that? But do you, do you think it'll happen? Next, I think. Next, I next think year? his question is. I think his question is actually, how does it feel to have the podcast left in 2008? Yeah. Oh. Oh. What are we getting canceled? How does it feel to have made it this far? Oh. Well. Feels great. Uh, Venom six five four. No offense, Spot guy, but I, I really didn't get the question, but. I, I'm happy the podcast has gone this far. I'm, I'm really happy. Uh, Venom. Blacker next month. Venom six five four three seven from Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, Jr.'s favorite handle uh, and Peter David's. Are we gonna? <laughs> we make that joke every month. Are we going to start <laughs> taking shots every time one more day, or its ramifications are mentioned now? Um, sure. <laughs> Anybody saying it sounds like Brad's getting bored? No. <laughs> I've never had so many distractions on a podcast. I think it's funny. Um, I, I mean, you know what? This the, People are comparing this thing to the Clone Saga, but the Clone Saga, we're going on ten years of reflection. Uh, one more day, we've got two issues. So, I mean, this could be as big a debacle. Or Do you think, hypothetically, that we could actually like this storyline uh, ten years from now? One more day or brand new? <laughs> Both of them. Both of them. Brand new. One more day, maybe brand new day. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new day. If it's self-contained, if they cut off this whole thing and you know retcon it back to where it was, 
Brand New Day could be enjoyable later, just on its own self-contained fun story merits. Yeah. But that's that's the only thing I'm seeing. JR, there are people who... Could you like it? Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. I was just going to say that there are people who like Heroes Reborn. That's kind of the same idea. Yeah. JR, could you like Brand New Day 10 years from now, you think? Or uh, We'll see. We'll see. I'll keep it. I'll... I'll try to keep an open mind, but one more day is is unsalvageable. Uh, it's a bad story, yeah. period. Uh, regardless, but uh, one we'll see on brand new day. Uh, Leopard Lad from London says, uh, "What's your favorite story in the twenty years between the marriage and one more day that now appears to have been undone?" Um, Spidey dude, what's your favorite story that's uh, unraveling? Uh, 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 my favorite story well, on the Harry Osborne story. Uh, yeah. Obviously, um, the marriage, eh, oh, could, could quite possibly screw up the whole clone side, which I'm kind of pissed off about because the whole base is on my website. <laughs> so, well, if no one um, ever knew who Peter was, then the clone saga couldn't have happened. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. There's so many genies coming out of this bottle. Man. Yeah, it's like you put one genie back out and then like all the rest of them are sitting there going, hey, what's up, Joe? <laughs> Uh, Morb, is there something in the last 20 years that didn't really happen or you think might not have happened or that you're kind of ticked about? Well, forget the last 20 years. The thing that uh, I really like that's now at least different in some way is the death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah. We know she still died and Norman still killed her, but if you didn't know who uh, Spider-Man was, then the only reason is, what, he killed her over the kids and that's it? Yeah. Well, it says in the little, like, recap of the new timeline in the new issue that Gwen Stacy died in a fight between Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, so maybe I'm reading too much into that, but it kind of sounds like maybe she was caught in the crossfire instead of hunted down and kidnapped. Ugh. See, either way, this is a total difference, and that is one of the great comic book stories of all time, and now they've they've screwed with it. Yeah. JR, refresh my memory. How did Norman uh, learn that Spider-Man was Peter Parker? Uh, he, um, he, uh, sprayed something on him that blanketed his spider sense and basically just followed him until he un- right very undramatic he just followed him till he unmasked I'm re- it's coming back to me he pulled him by his leg or he tied a rope around him and drug him around kind of like in spider-man one well that's how he, or- he already knew by then oh okay oh he followed him around yeah. okay i got you i remember got you so that's undone <laughs> Well, again, it may not necessarily be undone. It may have all happened, but nobody remembers it. Uh, I, I, I think there's I no just, practical which, difference. Uh, well, uh, you know, I, I hesitate. I mean, we're talking about comic books, yeah. and and we know that. Uh, I mean, the, the the comic book logic and comic book science is uh, pretty nebulous to begin with. Um, I, I I think when we before we start really. Sh- uh, seeing what's done and undone is just kind of see how the stories unfold. I mean, we accept a certain amount of unreality anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus, I just sound like Joe paid me or something. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, someone. Um, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. On that note, on that note, I am going to take my leave. Okay. <laughs> what the refrigerator get, repairman there for you too? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's the refrigerator repairman. No, I gotta get showers so that way. It'll, you know, smell like. Yeah. All right, well, Spidey dude, it's been fun, so, and uh, it has been fun. I'm kind of, I'm kind of eagerly anticipating to listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> it's been a winner so far. Getting this up early. <laughs> and and, and uh, any any message or questions directed toward me, I will uh, 
try to answer them on the board. So okay. if you guys, you know, if they want to ask them within the, well, no, the thread's still locked. If they want to start a new thread and ask any of those questions but I, about my personal reactions, they can, or they can just go to the spidey.com section, which is sorely lacking on posts. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> All right, brother, uh, you have a good good time work. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, good talking to you. Good talking to you too, Chris. All right, bye. Later. Okay, now that he's gone, let's talk shit on him. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We do that while he's here. Uh, Our next question is from Evan Spider-Man from Colorado. He says, "JR, this one's aimed at you, JR. After reading the end of One More Day, I think your comments in the uh, the last podcast were prophetic, not pathetic." Prophetic. Am I saying that right? Prophetic? Yeah, but they were probably both. (laughs) Nice work, he says. He says, uh, his questions are, am I only one, am I the only one that likes the, uh, erasure of the marriage? Well, I guess it's just me and F and Spider-Man. Is he the only one, Uh, JR? (laughs) Because the people coming out on the pro side are very quiet. Well, there's a, there's, uh, there's a lot of people who uh, think the marriage should be undone, uh, and really there always have been. It's just, considering how closely we follow the Internet, it's just hard to tell uh, how many there are on both sides. Uh, ultimately, the, the sales will be the, uh, will be the uh, only real you know, thing that matters. Uh, but no, he's, he's, he's not the only one. There are a lot of people who think that Spider-Man I mean, should go back to. There's a lot of them who think he should be back in high school. Or back in college. Uh, they think that that's where he should be and that's where he should always be. Yeah. Uh, as far as being prophetic, I'm not sure. I was listening, actually listening to the podcast last night, trying to see what it was I might have said, but I don't, I don't, I'd like to, like I said, I'd like to claim to be a prophet, but as far <laughs> as the way this story was ending, everybody saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with Mephisto, everybody saw it coming. People and, saw it coming uh, when they saw that red bird flying around back in part one, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, another example of just how bad the story was. It was probably the most predictable story um, uh, that I can remember. Uh, let's well, see. Um, oh, go ahead, Morb. Let, let me address here uh, his reasons that he says, mm-hmm. and pretty much very close to the reasons you gave, mm-hmm. because you want to see the happier Spider-Man and everything. It's been so, it's been just, you know depressing lately and he says here as of late every time i read a spider-man book i've wanted to shoot myself in the face rather than sift through the depressing drivel that had become peter parker's life and um the thing about that though is marvel has known about this they've Mm. known about this reset for so long they're not saying that man these things have gotten too depressing and we're gonna we're gonna make it happy again they said they knew when they unmasked him that they were going to have this out coming down the line. So they've known about it back to the Civil War arc. But also, J. Michael Straczynski said one of the things that he thought, one of the reasons he was ticked off about the ending of this was he thought he was going to have the opportunity at the end of his run to retcon the Gwen Stacy kids out of existence. Mm -hmm. Which means he thought he was going to have the opportunity to do that when he wrote them. He said that's the only reason he wrote them, because he thought he was going to be able to wipe them out. Which means they've known about either this or something like this all the way back to Sin's past. So all, all those depressing stories that have been happening since then, all that muck he's been through, has been building towards one more day. They've basically conditioned you to say, man, I'm sick of these depressing stories. This was a shit story, but I'm glad it came along so we can get some fun stuff again. Yeah. The only reason they were such depressing stories is because this was coming. This is not the fix to that. Yeah. 
<sighs> Let's uh, hit George up again. George says, um, George Berriman, he says, my next question in the second part of the comic book resources Cusada interview, Joe, he calls him Joe Fisto again, admits that he and JMS <laughs> wanted to bring back Gwen Stacy. So my question is twofold. Is there any greater evidence that this, that the wheels are completely coming off the spider bus? <laughs> JR, you get George's first question as usual. Oh, thanks. Uh, no, I like to answer George's questions. Uh, we had a lot of fun back in the old Hero Realm days. But I don't think the wheels have come off the bus. The wheels come off the bus when you, you know, when, uh, you, re- when, when things are going wrong and you don't know where you're going. I think they know exactly where there's, where they're going. I think they know exactly what they want to do. Yeah. And they want to go back to the Silver Age. So, uh, I, you know, I think this is, this is exactly where they want to go. Well, all I know is the wheels in the bus go round and round. Uh, his second, <laughs> Chris, any thoughts on that? Are the spider wheels coming off? I don't think so. I... No. I don't really have anything to add. More? <laughs> Are the wheels coming off the bus? Are we rolling down the hill with no brakes? I think uh, what that statement, though, told me, it, it reinforced my idea that a lot of editors and writers, all, you know, creators in Marvel, um, still care and still know what they're doing because the two Joes, from what I hear, wanted to bring back Gwen, and it was the rest a lot of creators at Marvel told them, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that other creators at Marvel stepped up and said that we shouldn't do this means that there's still a lot of people there whose heads are in the right place. So that actually gives me some confidence. His uh, next question is, when will God put a stop to this and make it all better? Which, oddly enough, ties into One More Day Part 4 through MJ and Mephisto's dialogue since uh, Peter didn't talk all that much in it. You know, I was just thinking about that. He had a issue with God. I mean, that last issue of Sensational. Uh, wasn't that God or alluded to being God? It was God. It was God. Yeah. So he's dealing with the God and the devil. So. Yeah, but well, God, God reads DC. <laughs> God <didn't. laughs> Oh, there you go, George. God, any, uh, God reads DC. <laughs> I think There's any a signature people quote at for Marvel you. that we had listening to this podcast just tuned us out. Wow. Uh, Venom65437, if Peter Parker is such a loser and has such a bad life, how come he always gets to date these incredibly hot pieces of ass? <laughs> JR, since you've dated a lot of hot pieces of ass. <laughs> I was about to say, why don't we, uh, you've started with me the last couple of times. Why don't, uh, yeah, why don't we, uh, we start with Chris, uh, Chris or, or Chris, <laughs> you answer that one. <laughs> well, who would want to? Read a story about a main character dating a bunch of ugly chicks. <laughs> I imagine Wolverine's dated a few. Um, <laughs> more somehow, I don't think date would be what exactly Wolverine and Delta is in. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if Marvel wants to keep going or giving us longtime fans the finger and try to set up Spidey for the younger generation, when are they going to put comics in stores? Where they are, and furthermore, when are they going to put them so they can afford them? I know my nine-year-old self wasn't able to pay three bucks a comic. I think we've we've hit on this topic a few times, guys. I mean, you got to put you got to put those comics out where people can pick them up. Otherwise, it seems to me like a lot of the fans understand that, and Marvel's just not responding to it. I don't know if it's a roadblock to them or something. I mean, why can't we get this product in Walmart? I mean, in some form. 
Well, I know when I got my first comics, the only reason I got them is because I was a little kid mm-hmm. in, like, Target or something with my mom, and there was a spinner rack there, and I thought it looked cool, and my mom bought them for me. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have happened if they were just in a comic shop. Uh, Venom asked another hot piece of ass question. We'll, we'll skip that one. And then he says, do you think it's ridiculous that I'm getting so worked up over fictional characters? Because, frankly, I think I might get myself committed. JR, you know, you kind of, you kind of hit that in your article. You know, there's, there's bigger things in life to worry about than, than comic book characters being married or not. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not worth getting upset about. I mean, if you don't, if, uh, if you disagree with the way this is going, uh, just don't buy them. Or, uh, show how anal retentive you really are and write a big long article and put it on a website and, uh, (laughs) things of that nature. But, uh, now, no, don't get upset. Yeah. You know, don't get upset. And he asks about changing your avatar. Any any changes for that, JR? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, and especially not Norman's. Oh, yeah. Please, no. <laughs> Sheriff of Coffee Town down in Florida says so. Since everyone else is going to ask all manner of one more day questions, I'll ask this: Did anybody else read the Spider-Man and Power Pack limited series? Wasn't it simply adorable? Uh, someone that would probably read the book would be Morbius. Did you read the Power Pack? <laughs> No, I'm afraid I, I, I knew you wouldn't read the book. I don't know how I missed that one. <laughs> There's not enough blood in the Power Pack story for Morbius to be interested. Chris, did now that would be a good story. Power Pack gets massive. <laughs> I'd read it. Chris, did you read it? No. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't read any of the Power Pack. Jr. I don't. Did you pick it up? No. Okay. Uh, speaking of somebody that was retcon, the Power Pack have been retcon. They're all Charlie Brown age now. I mean, I, in some parts of the Marvel Universe, they're old, and those limited series, they're they're Charlie Brownish. Anyway, uh, I didn't even know. <laughs> wrong pa- broad podcast. Go to Power Pack podcast. That's kind of hard to say. Uh, FSU Spider fan from Greenville, North Carolina says, "Why? Why did it have to be the freaking deal with the devil? Dear God, why? Why not have some kind of building tension that led to them to split?" How does everyone feel about Ultimate and Bagley gone for a while now? Well, we'll hit, we'll hit uh, splitting up. Is it a worse offense, Morb, to get a divorce than forgetting about it? Well, I think it's actually kind of funny the way they've done it because they said uh, they they didn't want to have Peter Parker getting a divorce, and part of the reason for that is you know parents having to explain to their kids why Spider-Man got a divorce. <laughs> but at this point, we're saying okay. Everything happened that happened before, it's just they weren't married, they were a couple. So instead of saying they're having a divorce, <laughs> Spider-Man uh, lived with a woman out of wedlock, <laughs> and if you read all the lines of dialogue, an obviously sexual relationship, and they even uh, got pregnant, but just weren't married. So explain that one to you. Well, guys. he's living in sin and making deals with the devil. That's a great role model. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think of that? Is it worse offense to forget it and... Then get a divorce and, and be a widow or Well, I don't know, a divorce would probably be the lesser of two evils yeah. because it wouldn't have screwed with all the past stories, so Yeah. JR, what's your thoughts? Well, actually I agree with Joe that you couldn't divorce them. Yeah. Uh not because of the publicity, because I think that you know, as as, as Morbus has has shown, that's a, that's a completely disingenuous comment. When then you know he's been doing what he's other things. Mm. Uh, but uh, speaking as a person who's been married, you know, for a long time, uh, and 
I, you could, I don't see how you could put yourself back in the game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they want him to do. They want him to go out and try to get laid. Yeah. And, uh, if he went through a, if he went through a painful divorce, he would not, uh, a reasonable human being, particularly one as sensitive as Peter Parker, would not put himself back in the game so soon, which is what Marvel wants. So, no, they, 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 for, for story reasons, they couldn't have divorced him. Uh, Lockdown from Illinois. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Whoa, whoa, we, di- we didn't address the uh, Bagley. Oh, I'm question. sorry. Uh, how does everyone feel about Ultimate with Bagley gone for a while? Um, I, I miss Bags, but I'm, I'm liking the new artist. Uh, Imonanen, I think is how you say it. Imonanen. I, I have the worst time pronouncing comic book characters <laughs> <laughs> name. Uh, Chris, do you read the book? Yeah. Okay. I, I've been enjoying it a lot more than amazing. Uh you know, the art is okay. It's not, ba- I mean, Bagley's in a different league, but Stuart Eminem is acceptable. Yeah. I thought the recent, uh, Norman Harry storyline in, in Ultimate was really good. Did you read the ending? I, I did. I just read it, uh, this month. I thought it was really good. And, and they'll retcon it. He'll come back. <laughs> okay. And Morb and JR, I don't think either one of you read that book, do you? I haven't read it uh, in a little while. I, I dropped it, I think, in the middle of the Ultimate Knights arc, not because it wasn't that good, but because, you know, money is tight and the Ultimate Universe wasn't that important to me. But I've seen uh, several, you know, preview pages and things on the Internet of Eminem's art, and I think it looks really yeah. good. And, Jared, do you pick it up or do you not pick it up? I don't. I did pick up the Death of the Goblin storyline, but, uh, uh, no, but no, I'm going back to not buying it. Um, I think Bagley defined... Ultimate Spider-Man. I really think he did, and I think that it's no coincidence that uh, sales uh, took a big drop yeah. uh, when he left. But uh, we'll see. I'm sad happens. he's leaving Marvel. Honestly, he's he's been one of my favorite artists uh, for a last ever since he started on Amazing, which is over ten years, I would imagine. But uh, I, I can imagine him being frustrated because he's drawn everybody in the Marvel universe. I, if I was an artist, I'd want to tackle Batman and Superman too. So uh, let's see. Lockdown. From Illinois, with Harry's resurrection, in quotes, what has been altered in this timeline besides Liz Allen, Normie Osborn, and Bart Hamilton? I guess the obvious answer to that one is wait and see. Because <laughs> we don't know. I doubt they're even going to try to make it all fit together and make sense, judging by some of the comments. Yeah. Yeah, they're but, not a bunch uh, of geeks. So they <laughs> yeah. Do. Yeah, what are you, in a time bubble lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jerry, you want to? According, I was about to say, according to Tom Brevoort, I, I, I don't Brevoort. Is that how you pronounce Tom name? B? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Tom B. Yeah. Um, he uh, he stated that uh, Harry did marry Liz, and they did have little Norman. Uh, and uh, I think Harry makes a reference. They make a reference in the brand new day that he's been divorced three times. So the marriage to Liz and uh, the birth of his son did happen. Okay. So. Uh, why can the character of Peter Parker not age when his best friend has been divorced three times? <laughs> it, it, it's magic. I mean, he's, too, <laughs> he's too young to be married in the issue, too, like Peter does. Man. Maybe he did a Britney Spears marriage. You know, he went down to Vegas, got married for a weekend, and then got divorced. Who knows? That's likely. The way, like, Harry's being written is he's kind of like this spoiled rich Paris Hilton type character yeah. now. Uh, Wombat, again, from the UK, says if Matt, if Matt May, Aunt May had died instead of MJ, leaving Peter, what do you think would have happened? Character development. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather have this out, that outcome, Morb? Yes. Yes, okay. JR, would you rather <laughs> that happen? Aunt May kicked the bucket and they still be married and we progress the same 
Well, the thing is, the the questions asked like there was really a chance, like there was really an option. Yeah. Uh, there was there was no option, uh, and I and I don't want to see Aunt May die either anymore. I don't want to see any more characters die. Any. Um, that's just pure and simple. And and you know because if they die, they're coming back. I mean, uh, Norman Osborn. That's the problem. If they would not bring him back, then it might matter. Mm-hmm. Because I still think I maintain what I've been saying this whole time. It is time or past time for Aunt May to die. Her character had ran its course a long time ago. The only place she got more character development was from J. Michael Straczynski mm-hmm. and his issues with revealing the identity, and even that's been erased now. So all she is again is this old woman living in her house cooking her nephew pancakes, and who gives a crap? <laughs> Wheat cakes. Um, <laughs> uh, what are your ex or Chris? I'm sorry. Would you rather that happen? Aunt May die and MJ and Peter still be married? I'd rather either or. What would you like? <laughs> I guess is the question. If she if she's just going to be used as a plot device to get sick now, yeah. Then I then there's no point in keeping her around. We've seen that too many times now. Yeah. And what are your expectations of Brand New Day? Without reading it, what do you think may happen? Um, I think we're going to see a. New villains. I think we're going to see a fun Spider-Man, hopefully. And we're going to see some guys that have wanted to write Spider-Man for most of their lives get a chance. And I'm willing to hop on the bus for that alone. <laughs> what do you guys think? I, I think, think after that, we're going to... Th- Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. No, I was about to say, after that comment, Brad, I think we're going to throw you under the bus. <laughs> so. Well, George <laughs> said the bus wheels are falling off, so... <laughs> yeah. So it's going to fall yeah, on no you. Doubt. Uh, Angel04, hello, this is my first question ever. So welcome, Angel. I don't know where you are, but uh, welcome to the board. His first question was, I was curious what you guys would want to see in this brand new day era of Spider-Man. Meaning, what thrilling stories or villains do you think would uh, somehow wash away this bitter one more day crap? Anyone who wants that one, hit it. I'll take the thing it. that... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. I'm going to keep shooting it off to other people. <laughs> All right. All right. The thing I want is the one thing that I know I'm not going to get, which is an alternate history that fits together and makes logical sense. Because if we're going to have it, I just I just want a time bubble. I mean, I know it makes me a geek, but <laughs> I w- that would help. Other than that, like, I'll just wait and see and hope I'll be entertained. Yeah. All right, Morb, hit it. Well, what I want to see, and I think uh, possibly the only thing that could really make some interesting stories out of this thing we've been handed, is uh, check in on all the villains right off. I mean, tell me, you can revamp and uh, make cooler, really, a lot of his old villain cast right now when you have this kind of new thing to play with. Nobody knows who he is and everything. So I want to see the villains again. And they say... That they're not using the villains for a while. They say eventually they're going to bring them back in a big way. Eventually. But they say they're not using the classic villains right now because they've just been played out and overexposed. But when was the last time you saw a good Dr. Octopus story? And when was the last time you saw a great Electro battle? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, most of these villains we saw in the Marvel Knights Mark Miller run, but that was one 12-issue run a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean... Why hasn't Spider-Man gone up against the Thunderbolts yet? I mean, you've got Venom and Norman Osborn on that team, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. You need to do a lot of villain work, and there's a lot of good stuff that I think they could do to, you know, turn this turd into a chocolate cake. <laughs> but uh, 
they're not doing. I think that's. I, I think I read somewhere that Spidey is going to be in uh, Meet the Thunderbolts in a while. And, and and I just thought of another question: Does Spider-Man know that Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin? That's, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, probably. Do you think he does, Jr. Or, um, boy, I I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, he knows that Harry was the Green Goblin, so he probably knows that Norman was. How, well, the problem is we're trying to apply logic here, and obviously that's not what they're going Very for. true, very true. Uh, Angel's last question is, uh, what do you believe is Spider-Man's greatest strength other than the obvious superpowers? What does he have that makes him a superhero even without the radioactive spider bite? Um, I'll, I'll just answer that right off the top. I think his, his uh, sense of responsibility. I mean, no one is as dedicated to his cause as him with uh, guilt and responsibility for others, I think. JR, would you agree, or what, what do you think is his greatest strength is? Uh, his never-say-die nature. Yeah. He never gives up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, unless, of course, Aunt May's been shot, laying in a coma, <laughs> uh, and uh, the devil shoves up, then he does completely. You just, you just put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what's his greatest strength besides superpowers? I think that the best thing about Spider-Man is that, as Peter Parker, he's just an ordinary guy, and you know, there isn't that much extremely extraordinary about him, except for these values that he got from his upbringing by Uncle Ben and Aunt May. And so he, I see myself in him, and, you know, I think we, that's why most people like him, and they also, like, they see the best of what anybody can be yeah. in him. So, yeah. you know, except for one more day where he makes <laughs> the devil out of, to alleviate his own personal guilt yeah. completely. That's not every mannish. <laughs> that doesn't happen to the average... T- I haven't made it. More, what's what's his uh, greatest strength? Well, Chris mostly just stole my answer. Uh, For me, it's he's a regular, relatable guy just like us Mm -hmm. who is put up against these insurmountable odds and just never quits. Now, this next question I've been anxious to ask (laughs) from Ms. Marvel. More more of you get this one first. Uh, When do you think Spider-Man lost his virginity? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Pope Joe Quesada has told us that he did not have sex with Gwen Stacy. Okay. So, let's, uh, uh, I, I, I don't freaking know. JR, I think JR this, this post is just proving that we're all in our basement. <laughs> this, this isn't helping us, fa- our fanboy image that Bob says we no. have. If we're talking about no. a character's virginity. But I think it's a I funny. Think we're absolved of it though because a female asked the question, so we we can't. Yeah, be that's right. true. Ms. Marvel did ask the question. <laughs> Chris, you said you you knew the answer. Yeah, I think it was. If I had to guess, I'd say it was like in like the '70s original Clone Saga story arc, where it end. There's an issue that ends with like MJ and Peter saying how much they care for each other and Peter says, oh, come here and let me show you. And he closes the door and we're looking at the shut door and the issue just ends. And so, I mean, what what else are you supposed to think is happening behind that yeah. door? You know? They're knitting and, like, sweaters. <laughs> yeah. And the next, the next issue after that, like, says that they lost, e- they lost themselves in each other's own mutual need or like, oh. the wording was, you know, like that. It was pretty, you know, you know, what else is happening? Yeah. JR, do you have a, a, a guesstimate to this question? Uh, I think uh, Crazy Chris. Um, <laughs> I'm not calling him Chris. I'm calling him Crazy Chris. <laughs> That's his uh, handle. <laughs> I, 
It's the El- it's it's the Elfman thing. I mean, if I ever meet this guy and he does not look like a Danny Elfman, I'm just going to be so disappointed. Uh, now, but but he he's he's hit on. I think that's uh, I think that's where a lot of people believe it. that. It, yeah. The uh, the time I first noticed it, and I'm a kid of the '80s, was uh, like Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man. I thought the Black Cat was his first, but um, that's the first time I noticed he was in bed with a girl. Shocking. Anyway. Uh, well, yeah, I actually have a point because uh, more recent dialogue, whether I liked it or not, pretty much confirms that he has had sex with the black cat. And if we want to assume that he didn't have sex with somebody else while he was with Mary Jane, I guess it does have to be her. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I, I think that could be a one shot. <laughs> Maybe I should rephrase that. Uh, is oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, Ms. Marvel's, uh, other question is, is all this bitterness from the question askers who really just want to use this as an opportunity to slam Joy Q getting you down? Does it make you get so down you also want to slam Joe Kusada? Written with love, Ms. Marvel, aka Wise Ass. And if anyone can answer, uh, question one for me here, you can ignore the whole post. So we're, we're guessing Ms. Marvel of Black Cat and Mary Jane is his answer to your question. And, and does it, Put you guys down that uh, we're we're slamming a guy for his his decision making in his in the job. No, it gets me down that his decision making sucks so bad. <laughs> All right, moving on to dead meat from Dripping Springs, Texas, right around where uh, Spidey Dude is. I just read uh, 5:45, and what I'm not understanding about the ending of One More Day is the time. We're all not understanding the time. Is the ending supposed to be taking place in the present, or is it taking place years ago after Gwen's death when MJ and Peter first started dating seriously, since it seems at the party that their relationship's been pretty rough, and I don't think that uh, them not being married would have kept Harry and Liz from getting married and having Normie. What I'm asking is, is he revealing his life from a certain, or reliving his life from a certain point, or is he living it in the here and now? I think it's here and now. I mean, he... Um, uh, from the preview art, it shows that he had a teaching job. Uh, he's talking about civil war, so I think it's here and now. You guys agree? Yeah, it's taking yeah. place in new present, spelled with an N-U, because we have to <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right, that answers his question. Uh, Slave83B from Philadelphia, PA, says, I've got two questions. Uh, there has been a lot of talk on the boards about people dropping the titles in the aftermath of One More Day. What do you guys plan to do? I think we're all continuing to buy it more reluctantly, more than most. Yeah. I imagine most of you will give a brand new day a chance, but assuming you do, what would be the point of no return? That we've kind of answered that one, buddy. Um, based on uh, did I miss something on his question? Also, from what we've seen so far, how much of the continuity do you think has been changed, and how far back do you think these changes go? We've answered that. Probably it could go back as far as Amazing 38 in the 60s. All right, Webheads. Yeah, Webhead 623. Do you find any val- uh, validity in Joey Q's claim that if you want married Spidey, you should be reading Spider Girl? I do. I, I, I think it's a, a valid argument. I really think it's the worst argument I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want a continuity and if you want the inevitable conclusion or the near end of Spider-Man marrying and and the next step is a child and him getting older. I mean, that if that's what people well, want. No, because reading Amazing Spider-Girl takes a gigantic chunk 
out of continuity. It's not like you've been reading this the whole time, and now this is the natural evolution of where you've been reading. It's that now we're saying that, you know, Spider-Man got his leg blown off or something in a battle with the Green Goblin. He's not Spider-Man anymore. You're not reading about Spider-Man. You're reading about another character, and a married Spider-Man happens to be in her book. It's it's not the same. It's not like reading a book about a married Spider-Man. It's totally the concept of him getting older and having kids is the same concept, I think. I mean, that... It's the same concept, but it's not what I think most of us want to see when we say we want to see a book about a married Spider-Man. What I want to see is Spider-Man, the superhero, as the star of a book about his ongoing personal life, his ongoing continuity, and he's married to Mary Jane. And that's it's it's a different thing in Spider-Man. But if you marry the character off and you age him, he will eventually get old. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you the, the it's a natural uh, extension yeah. of what we want to see, but he's saying that if that's what you want to see, then just go read Spider-Girl, and it's not the same as reading Amazing Spider-Man with a married Peter Parker. It doesn't match up. You're reading somebody else's book, and he's older than I think most of us really want to read about him as a superhero. JR, you're a fan of Spider-Girl. Are, are, do you think people should be reading Spider-Girl more if, that, if they truly want to back up their thoughts or their complaints? Well, I think... Really, I think uh, there's, there, 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 that's not related. People should be reading Spider-Girl for the fact that it's a pretty good series. Exactly. Uh, the question is disingenuous. I mean, Joe's disingenuous about a lot of things. I can't believe he really means half of what he says. Uh, you know, Spider-Man and Spider-Girl is not just married. He's middle-aged, mm-hmm. and uh, he's moved on with his life. It's it's really a different character, so yeah. that's a... There's no point following that line of question. Chris, what do you think? Should people buy Spider Girl if they, you know, they shouldn't buy a book if they don't like it anyway. I mean, if and they shouldn't buy a book to protest. I don't think either. But I think it was just like a snide comment. To I don't know. Like I don't agree. I agree with Morbius. Yeah. Uh, George is back. Is it now more correct to refer to six one six Spidey as six 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 Spidey? Sure. If you want to, George. <laughs> I think George is a little upset. What do you think, Jr.? <laughs> uh, you haven't seen how, how upset George can be. Tell you what, he's going to twirl that Burt Reynolds mustache and, and uh, go after Marvel with the picket line or something like the Writers Guild. Um, B-Dog asks, uh, questions for this month's podcast. Who do you think the main love of Peter will be throughout Brand New Day? Felicia, Liz, etc.? He's not going to have one. They want him dating around. Okay. Uh, how long do you think it will take MJ and Peter to get back together? Too long. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and JR, feel free to jump in like Morb's doing. I'm going through these. Yeah. Uh, when will Joe Fisto's reign of terror over Marvel be over? <laughs> this is what happens when I don't jump in. <laughs> The the Joe Fisto name is funny once, yeah. it's funny twice, yeah. it gets old <laughs> after that. Um, then we're getting to the level of personal insults yeah. again. Uh, but the, the question itself, though, is I think that he has, it's an interesting question, because he has staked now so much of his reputation on this story working. Uh, I, you know, I... I don't, I, you know, I know that they've got an automatic back door. I mean, MJ whispering is probably their back mm-hmm. door. But uh, it just seems to me 
that he's uh, he's he's not going to let this go. I mean, he's invested a whole lot in this. He's not going to let this go. And if he does, he might as well quit. Unless in 2009 he says, aha, it was all a con. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I I think they've got two back doors. I think they've got Loki, and I think they've got the whisper in the ear back door. So they, they've definitely yeah. built it in. Well, and they've also got uh, God being in Sensational Spider-Man. I can't imagine that's a coincidence. Yeah, God, God's... The really big out. <laughs> uh, when will or can you do another podcast with John Romita Jr.? That was my the best one in my opinion, and I'd love to do one with Joe uh, JRJR. He was really good. Probably we could time it where uh, his uh, first issue comes out with a brand new day. I think that'd be. Yeah, I'd like to talk to him again after he's drawn Spider-Man again. He's uh, I I love say what you will about the the new issue, but I love that center spread. If you just take out all the dialogue boxes and just look look at yeah. that piece as a piece of art, and I just I, it's my wallpaper on my computer right now. I just love that piece. Uh, have we ever considered doing a podcast with John Romita Senior? Yes, I have. I asked uh, Junior about that, and I have he hasn't gotten back to me. I haven't really pressed him about it, but I'd love to have him and his father on at the same time. I think that would be a fun show. Uh, all right, thank you, B Dog and Man Spider says, uh, "What do you guys think of Harry being back?" We'll go to our Goblin expert. What do you you like Harry being back, Jr.? Well. Hmm. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, it. I don't know yet because I think the death of Harry. I think I agree with Joe that it was a mistake to kill Harry um, because he wasn't replaced. Yeah. Uh, just like a lot of other characters, I think it was it was a mistake to get rid of Peter's best friend. That said, it was partially corrected when Norman was brought back because then you had the death of one Osborne always fuels the hatred of the other. So it made the um, Peter's and Norman's relationship more intense because of the the death of Harry. So you know, I'm not. I don't know if this is a positive move or not. Uh, we'll just have to see. You guys like it, Harry being back, guys? I I just kind of feel like I've been slapped in the face with it because I've been saying for a little while I think that Harry would be a good character to bring back, but there are a lot of good ways, good stories, meaningful character things you could do to bring him back, and this just was not one of them. Well, I was really ticked ten years ago when Norman Osborn was back, but I like what they've done with the character by uh, putting him in Thunderbolts and, and, well, I didn't like him having two little goblin kids, but uh, I liked Norman Osborn back, and I was bitching ten years ago that he was back because it screwed up uh, one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time, but... I've recanted. <laughs> Chris, what do you think about Harry being back? You like it? Um, I agree that he shouldn't have died in the first place. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it could go either way because this Harry that's back isn't written a whole lot like the Harry Osborn who died, and he obviously has a different history since he's been divorced several times. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, we'll just have to. Maybe see. he's a scroll. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the web shooters being back? I love that aspect. I, I don't like organics. Uh, I think they work okay in the movie because they don't have to waste 20 minutes of explaining how Spider-Man created these genius devices. But, uh, I, I like, uh, regular web shooters. What do you think, Morb? I'm giving that one thumbs up. Yeah. My only question is if all Mephisto did was, uh, changed memories and stuff, and I guess he brought um, Harry back from the dead, but they're saying he didn't really 
change things. He just changed memories. So does Peter Parker still have organic web shooters and just doesn't remember? Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with all these new powers because they say those stories still happen. Yeah. But uh, does he have the powers and not remember them or what? Who knows? What were you saying, Chris? Do you like him back? Yeah. You know, it doesn't make sense, but, yeah. you know, like there was that post from JMS where he said that they basically told him it's magic. We don't have to explain it. Yeah. So I guess sense isn't what they're going for. And JR, a fan of the web shooters coming back? Uh, to be honest, I could care less. If they weren't going to do anything with the organic web shooters or the new powers, they might as well get rid of yeah. them. You know the storyline. I don't know if they'll tackle it, but uh, Spider-Man's coming out pretty good in the deal. I mean, uh, he's getting his dead friends back, with the exception of the marriage. He's getting a lot of stuff back. What's the devil getting out of it? So I, I That little tiny piece of his soul that's crying yeah. like a little emo boy. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. uh, written right. They would like be dead a day later and get hit by a bus or something. Yeah, like in Final Destination or something. Or like in Ghost well, apparently, Rider. They've never read Ghost yeah. Rider. Not many people read Ghost Rider. It's not a bad book. Uh, Venom. Uh, people love the movie. Yeah, I like the movie. I thought the movie. Uh, that's another subject. So, well, Morbius and I never agree on <laughs> stuff. Of, no, I agree with you. This thank time you. It was- <laughs> Venom uh, asks again, are we going to see Mary Jane wake up and walk in to Peter in the shower and tell him she had the strangest dream? Venom, you must be have been around a while because probably JR and myself only remember that line from uh, Dallas. Remember that in the 80s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how, how could I... I for- seen that. <laughs> how, how, how could I forget a show that's lead character was named JR? There you go. So. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think of that. Holy crap, Morbius, did you change your avatar? Very nice. Wow. Uh, Webhead asks, any chance to get Stanley or an all Ramitas episode on the podcast to hear their one more day reactions? I, I, I bet you that Stanley and John Ramita Sr. have not read these books in my, in, in my estimation. Uh, how, he also is requesting Eric Larson, who is quite uh, prolific on Newsarama about his distaste of this reboot. Uh, J.M. DeMathis, uh, Sal Buscema, or Todd McFarlane. I know Larson has been in the talk baths at Newsarama about the subject. Um, I bet you McFarlane's too busy. Sal Buscema, I, I would be interested in. I could probably talk to Tom DeFalco about getting him. And J.M. DeMathis would be fun. And the sheer fact that a lot of his stories have been retconned <laughs> and see how ticked he is. So that, that would be fun to get some of those guys and, and, uh, Stanley and the Ramitas would be great too. Uh, Morbius, you're not asking a question. You're on the damn show. Uh, Ombre Arana, or Arena, not Arana. Uh, she says, Hola. <laughs> She's, from what I can see, almost all the questions are one more day related, so I have a couple of questions to change the subject. Yay for Ombre. What, Aranya, what's the deal with uh, Peter Parker's education. I know back in the 70s and 80s, he kept dropping out of college at the end, in which issue he graduated. I think that was 185, amazing. He graduated college, I think, but he came up short for a gym um, credit, I think. JR, well, am I right? Is that what? That's, that is correct. <laughs> You're my Ed McMahon suddenly. Uh, what was Spider-Man's major? And also, I know in the 90s he came back to college. Was it to get his master's? And what was it on? Uh, JR, I'm going to go to you for this one. I, I think his major was science, wasn't it? 
Well, that's awfully generic. Yeah. Uh, but uh, biology. Somebody, somebody might know better than me. To be absolutely honest, I think it, they were rather vague. It was. It was. I think it was the biological sciences, yeah, but his, uh, he took uh, so many. Go ahead. His major was chemistry. chemistry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 There was so many uh, back and forth. Uh, one one issue said he applied electronics was his major, and then I think another said physics. But they it's been pretty inconsistent what he's gone to school for. The only thing I'm going by is uh, they've been doing in the back of comics a lot lately, like these. Uh, pages that are supposed to be Nick Fury's secret files on different people. They've had, you know, X-Men, Avengers, and everything. And they, they're just basically facts, little supposed to be little-known facts from, uh, you know, old issues of comic books and stuff. They did one of them on Spider-Man, and it stated that his major was chemistry. So I'm not sure if it was always said that way, but that's what they're going okay. with now. And back in the 90s, I do remember, didn't he and Mary Jane go back to college or something like that, like in the Mackey run? Okay. I I get – did he ever graduate college? I mean, he always had that credit short. I don't know. He did graduate. He got his bachelor's, but uh, I don't think he – because that, that was the issue uh, 190 where he was uh, shackled – or that era where he was shackled to Jonah. Mm-hmm. And the, they had his um, – he had his friends show up for his uh, – for them to give him his certificate, and he never showed up. So he got his bachelor's, but I think his postgraduate education was incomplete. Okay. Uh, with all the Spider-Man drama, what I miss the most is the humor. I agree with you. What do you guys think is the funniest moment in the Spider-Man saga? Chris, we haven't heard from you in a little bit. What, what's your favorite funny Spider-Man moment? Like, I think the funniest story arc as a whole is... The one from Peter Parker, Volume 2, with by Zeb Wells, where they're, like, the criminals were, like, taking bets on the superheroes' fights and watching them. And there was just, you know, like, there were all these weird, funny jokes, like, like, like the head bad guy was, like, introducing Boomerang to all of his cronies, and he opens this door, and the first thing Boomerang does is throw a Boomerang at the guy and say, Nobody locks Boomerang up in a closet for an hour and doesn't get a Boomerang up there. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. That's. I was about to yeah. say, you don't do Crocodile Dundee too, do you? <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> That's cool. And then, like, like, Scorpion's in it, and he has, like, this line where he just, like, out of the blue says, Spider-Man, let's do violence to each other. <laughs> he kind of sounds like, uh, oh, uh, from Daredevil, Bullseye, Colin Farrell. That, that was pretty good. Jer- <laughs> Morb, do you have a funny um, Spider-Man storyline? I don't really have some favorite funny moment. I always just, and I know this is a typical answer from me, I like the way J. Michael Straczynski just wrote his humor because a lot of times I think I see people just trying way too hard and ending up with this kind of uh, forced slapstick thing. But JMS, before he got into it, his really depressing stories that were forced on him by crossovers, just uh, he, he gave him a, a natural just wit. Yeah. And I always liked reading that. I, one of my favorites is The Amazing Bagman, when Spider-Man didn't have a costume, so uh, the Human Torch gave him a uh, Fantastic Four suit and a tr- uh, paper sack on his head. I thought that was classic. I like uh, Spider-Man in the uh, suburbs, too, with no buildings to swing by, with the uh, Peter David penned uh, issue, Amazing 270, or 267. That was a good one. Uh, JR, do you have a funny Spidey moment? Uh, well, I think... Um Dan Slott's uh, Spidey Torch series was pretty funny. Yeah. 
throughout, uh, especially the third one with the, uh, the fruit pies. Oh yeah, that, that was classic. <laughs> so I thought, yeah. I, so that, that was a good funny series yeah. all the way around. Uh, Dead Meat asks, uh, he wonders if MJ remembers everything. Uh, bef- after, everything, uh, after one more day or before one more day. Uh, we don't know, Dead Meat. I mean, anything we'd say would just be a guess, but. It would be so cool if there was at least one character who remembered everything. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do anything yeah. like that. Uh, Scarlet Spiders has, I like your signature with the, uh, the, uh, I'm the Kool-Aid man, bitch, uh, <laughs> running after Kitty Pride. <laughs> Love that thing. Uh, do you think parents will let kids read the Spidey books because of that kid crying in the bookstore? One more day, put the quote, unquote, space-time continuum out of whack. Do you think that we will see old stories or characters return, like Ben Riley and Kane, and Spidey Dude, stop blaming Jessica? <laughs> okay, why don't, what, what's the last line about Spidey Dude blaming Jessica? I'm not sure about that one. I don't have any idea what happened. I, I, okay, <laughs> take a shot. Um, I... I that, that's going on a uh, story that I saw a while back about um, evidently a kid read a comic book in a store and Spidey made a deal with the devil and he cried and his mom got ticked. I, I think that was rumor. I don't think that was confirmed from what I've read. I think it was just somebody blowing something up and making it up. I think. I'm, I could be wrong. But uh, but I, I, I think we kind of discussed this earlier. I don't think it's a good role model for their flagship title to make a deal with the devil. And... I, I think we pretty much all agree with that. Would you? So, mm-hmm. okay. Donald Mark from Arkham Asylum says, "Hey guys, putting one more day aside, what are the odds that this brand new day era of Spidey could really end up amazing?" I think the odds aren't that bad. What do you think, uh, Chris? Oh, good creator. Yeah. You know? Like, I wish that I wish these same creative teams could write the real Spider-Man, but. You know, maybe fake Spider-Man will be pretty good. No. <laughs> I like Donald. Or go ahead, Jr. What do you think this could turn out amazing? I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah. I mean, all we can do is win. more. I think at most it can turn out roughly ultimate, but never amazing <laughs> or spectacular. Uh, and if we could meet Joey, Joe Kusada five minutes after we record this podcast, what would you say to him? I would apologize. <laughs> <laughs> for the Joe Fisto comments. I mean, um well, and that's actually very true. I mean, I've uh yeah. I've made a lot of knocks on Joe Quesada just because I'm so ticked off about what he did here, but I don't actually have I don't, I don't think he's a bad human being. I don't think he hates the fans, and I think he's done I don't think he's an idiot either. I think he's done a lot of good stuff, especially when he started mm-hmm. with um, you know, bringing Daredevil to be the book it is now and bringing Bendis for the greatest Daredevil run ever and, uh, you know, hiring J. Monster Zizinski on to Amazing Spider-Man and all that. I think he's done a lot of good stuff. I'm just, with what's going on now, I know he still thinks he's doing the best, but I'm wondering if it might be close to time for him to move on. Yeah, and, you, you know, I think J.R. really nailed it. I mean, we lose our credibility on message boards and uh, et cetera when you do personal attacks. Because it's unprofessional and it and it lowers the debate. I mean, you can disagree with the guy for his decision making, but calling for him to lose his job, to calling him the devil, is above and beyond rude and unprofessional. I think. 
And the the internet, since we're all behind a keyboard, it, it it gives us a little bit of anonymity. I mean, you really can't see the face that you're insulting. So I I wish the debate would be a little bit more professional online. So I agree, but I think Marvel has joined in on it at least a little bit. I mean, especially you know those Bob Gale comments, and it's not the first time we've seen those kind of things. Yeah. What do you What do you think, Jr. I mean, uh, about um... The, the the nature of the yep. debate, or uh, what we would say to Joe. Or, I mean, I don't have anything to say. I mean, I, I don't have anything to say to Joe, and I don't mean that uh, uh, negatively. I mean, I'd probably say hi. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, hi. Uh, what are you doing here? Um, I, you know, I, you know, I, I've always felt that if I really met somebody who was famous you know like i i'm a big star trek fan and i actually did shake hands with leonard nimoy but uh, if i ever had a chance to sit and talk with leonard i wouldn't ask him about star trek i'd ask him about other mm-hmm. things so honestly if i met joe uh, i'd probably ask him about something besides comic yeah. books actually yeah i guess if i met joe casada i would uh be trying like hell the whole time to get a job <laughs> <laughs> what about you chris what would you say to joe um I don't know. I I don't really have anything to say to him. No. Like Jr. Like I don't know if I'm really even interested in things other than comics. He's just a guy who's doing a job, and I'll complain about the quality of the work if it's bad, and praise him if it's not. But personally, I don't know. Like it might be interesting to hear his like insider perspective in the comic book industry. But... I'd, I'd probably shell out the show and ask him to be a guest <laughs> if I saw him. Uh, Carnage, uh, from Nevada, or Nevada, said, um, he basically asked if Ben Riley's alive after all this mess. What, I, I, I'd go with no, and I don't think they're gonna touch that one anytime soon, because I thought Avengers Initiative number seven, they're gonna bring the genie back out with Ben Riley, but they didn't. And if they're gonna do it, that was their time. So. Uh, agree, disagree, guys? <laughs> okay. Uh, Webhead623, can't wait to hear the new cast. How much longer, Brad? The masses are crying out as we speak. Uh, well, guess what? We're recording the show right now. <laughs> Holy crap, was that the last question? We ended on that. <laughs> the last one's by me. Okay, um, let's do recommendations. We got through the message board questions. Congratulations, Chris. You got through all that, all those many questions. And we're gonna do our, we're gonna wrap it up a bit and, uh, end it with recommendations and we'll let Chris start. What's your recommendations for the month? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you liking? Hmm. Let's see. Reading, comic book wise, like, I've just been kind of falling out of love with the entire superhero genre because it's nothing but hype and stunts and retcons. And so I've been really getting into like, comic books that don't have much to do with superheroes, especially like Vertigo trade series, like like Sandman is by Neil Gaiman is gotta be like my absolute favorite series ever and I've been really I've been going through the trades of fables as well and you know I highly recommend that to everyone mm-hmm. and let's see, watching I haven't been watching a whole lot of T V. I I saw a couple episodes of Prison Break and I thought it was probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> So. I think Jr. I mean, Moore yeah. loves that show. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, teach his own. Um, and yeah, cool. all right. Let 
I'll let someone else take it. All right, uh, more. What do you What do you like this month? Um, I think I may have recommended this before, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, say Green Lantern still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to renew the recommendation because I was formerly just getting it for uh, the Sinestro Core War, which was excellent and wrapped up beautifully. And I was thinking about dropping it after that, but I decided to give it another issue, and uh, it's still just excellent. It's amazing story. They're building up to an event in 2009 called The Blackest Night, which looks just amazing. And um, it's just not letting up. It's a great book. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's very focused on character. So I'd actually recommend both that and Green Lantern Corps. They're both very good books cool. right now. And uh, I want to make a, a strict recommendation against something. Okay. Because I've recommended it to a lot of people in the past. A lot of people know I've been a fan of it. And I don't want anybody to go pick this up now. <laughs> Uh, thinking that I'm endorsing it, The Darkness. Yeah. Just uh, I've I've always been a big fan of that book. I've always loved that book. It uh, they just relaunched it into its third volume. Uh, issue one is all that's hit, as far as I know. If issue two has, then you know I'll be getting it in mail or comics, but I haven't read it yet. But either way, they took their hero. I mean, you want to talk about uh, <laughs> heroes making deals with the devil and everything. The Darkness was never. Uh, you know, a Spider-Man type. He was obviously, you know, from the title, a darker character. He had, he was a mafia thing and everything. But now they've gone so far as to make him a South American dictator slash drug lord. <laughs> kind of like Scarface. And it is, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. actually. And it's just, uh, it's not written particularly badly. It's drawn very well, but it, just the whole idea of it, the direction they're going with it, just, oh, it is awful. It's really awful. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend strongly against trying the new Darkness series. Yeah. yeah, that's disappointing because I really really liked that Firstborn crossover that they did, and that was gonna get me into the Top Cow universe. But I yeah, guess I love Firstborn straight, too, and um, yeah, I'd recommend sticking with Witchblade. Witchblade's been very good for a while, and especially coming off of uh, Firstborn, Ron Mars is doing a great job. It's just and, you know, maybe if you haven't read The Darkness before, you might like it. But um, I've been reading since issue one, and to me it was just, uh, it was offensive. It was so bad. Would you recommend the original Darkness volume? Absolutely. I'd recommend the uh, Darkness volume one, like, 40 issues. is still one of my favorite comics. I'd, I'd recommend right. the heck out of that one. Probably check that out. All yeah. right. Anything else, Morb? Uh, okay. No, no, I think that's going to do it. There's not really anything on TV right now. Okay. So, uh, JR, what's your recommendations for the month? What do you like? Well, I just discovered this uh, website mm-hmm. called uh, wowio.com. Um, I found it through uh, a link off um, the uh, Heidi, um, what's her name? God, anyway, Heidi. The Beat. Uh, Mc- the McLeod. Yeah. Okay. Heidi McLeod, is that it? I don't think it's okay. McLeod, but uh, but anyway, yeah, everybody knows who Heidi is. Uh, but uh, there was this link off it, and it is a website that has uh, free books and free comic books. Uh, for example, they've got the first forty issues of the Gold Key Star Trek run. Uh, I mean, they've got they've got a lot of obscure stuff on here. But I was just looking at the books they have. They have uh, you know. Kurt Vonnegut's Cat's Cradle, the the original, the Day of the Triffids. Uh, it looks, and I, I've just begun to start pouring over this site. Uh, it may not be to everybody's mix, you know. I mean, you're not going to find any modern bestsellers or or Marvel or DC on here, but it looks like a 
uh, it looks like there's a, a veritable treasure trove here of, of, of reading, and it's all for mm. free. Uh, so that's my, my tentative recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I want you to stay away from, though, is the Spider-Man 3 PC <laughs> game. Um, I liked I liked the first one uh, because I've, I've had my... I think we have both the Nintendo uh, GameCube version and we have the PC version, and I like the PC version of Spider-Man 1. But this this third one, it takes a gig to load. Wow! I mean, I I mean, it's a huge game, and unlike, it's it's very cumbersome to play. Uh, it it uses both the mouse and the keyboard, and uh, for some, I'm I'm not sure why because I'm not I'm not a gamer, but it's just very cumbersome to play. And uh, my son keeps begging me to play it, and I just do not want to play it because it is just not it is just not fun to play. It's just uh, it's you so should, uh, I would say stay away. You from should that try one. it on what what gaming system do you have? Do you have like a PS? Well, she's he's got a PS. I mean, we, my my daughter and uh, son have it on PS2. Okay. Uh, I, like I said, I'm not a video game mm-hmm. player, but but I really don't like playing the Spider-Man Three game because it's just just not it's too yeah. hard. And uh, like I said, I like the first one, uh, but this one is just is just. Is it just like a, it so a, the exact same game that's on the PS2? Actually, oh, really? no. Apparently, it has no. Apparently, it's got uh, there. It's got some villains that are exclusive oh, to okay. the uh, the PS3. I think I think like the Kingpin uh, and the Rhino are in the PC hmm. game, and they're not in the PS2 game. Um, uh, but, uh, I just, uh, you know, like I said, it took, it took a gig to run. I mean, you have to have well, one of those, one of those new honkers that you bought, Brad. Uh, <laughs> I think mine would uh, even have I, trouble. I recently, well, you, uh, mine, um, I mean, I, I got my, thanks to a generous, uh, grandmother, uh, I invested in a computer for my daughter and it's got like three gig of, uh, of RAM. Uh, and even then, it's still kind of, there's sometimes you can see the game just for the briefest moment kind of slow or seize up. Yeah. Um, it's it's Man. it's a monster. Wow, I I just don't like playing video games on my computer. I I save it for uh, the consoles. So anything else, Jr. What any other recommendations? Okay, no, no, no. I've uh, here's my th- uh, I've got four. I think uh, two comics, one video game, and one TV show. The two comics over uh, Christmas break, I got through my to read pile that I have on my nightstand, and I got around to reading about uh, the full eight issues of Nova. Um, and and very good comic. I read the latest issue last night, and it's just I was just surprised how well-written it is, the artwork, how great it is. Uh, Sean Chen had a run on uh, Sensational Spider-Man back in the day and also Iron Man. Uh, first few issues of his artwork is incredible. And you know what? I, I haven't read The Annihilation uh, war yet, but it it really didn't bother me that uh, it didn't really affect me by reading this book. It's uh, kind of stand on its own. Very good comic, very underrated. I wish it was uh, had better uh, viewer or readership. Uh, but Nova has always had a problem with uh, readers and him holding a title. But I think this is the best kick in the ass to get the book going uh, that he's had in a long time. Uh, also, a book that I I caught up on. I I read like six or seven issues in a row. Was the Order. Uh, not many people are reading this book. Uh, it's the uh, as after Civil War happened, uh, every state got their own uh, super team, and uh, the order are the California's uh, super team, and that's a really good book. Underrated. I don't see anybody talking about it online. Um, it's a bunch of characters no one's ever heard of. They're all brand new. Uh, Pepper Potts from Iron Man is the only person that you might recognize in the book. 
But uh, for a book about nobody, no anybody's heard of, it's it's very very well put together uh, for a new superhero team. Uh, the video game recommendation I have is the, the Douglas family got a Wii uh, for Christmas, and something I'm digging more than probably the new fangled games like Jhar was talking about is the virtual console on the Wii, which uh, you go to the store and you buy this little credit card looking thing in the uh, video game section and you get Wii points. And you can buy, you can download, uh, if you hook your Wii up to your wireless internet, you can download your uh, old classic Nintendo games that you played as a kid. So I've been playing Super Mario World from the Super Nintendo, uh, Super Mario Brothers from the classic NES. My wife has been playing Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Uh, just, it's a lot of fun to go old school with the, a new <laughs> machine. So that's a lot of fun. I recommend the virtual console. And something I haven't seen yet, but I'm looking forward to, and it premieres tomorrow. Uh, the 13th on Fox is Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Big Terminator fan. I'm looking forward to this as a weekly series, even though Arnold isn't going to be in it. Uh, I think it looks fun. It was supposed to debut right after or before 24, but because of the writer's strike, it's been delayed. And we'll wrap up the show right there. Big thanks goes out to Crazy Chris for being our guest this month and also writing reviews for our site. He did a great job as usual on the show. Now coming up on our February show, Marvel editor Steve Wacker has agreed to be on the show. He's in charge of the three-time-a-month Amazing Spider-Man comic. He'll talk to the gang and take your message board questions. And I've started a thread on our message board under the Crawl Space 101 section. And before we go, we want to remind you about our sponsor of the show, MailOrderComics.com. They've been serving collectors' needs for over 10 years and want to be your comic book supplier. So be sure to check out MailOrderComics.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Brad Douglas, and I'll chat with you all on the SpidermanCrawlspace.com. <laughs>